Absolutely. Awful yet. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for WordPress plugins A to Z, not Z. Hmm. It's episode 611, and we have plugins for dynamic playground toys for content and stuff. And WordPress <laughs> news all coming up on WordPress plugins from A to Z. WordPress. It's the most popular content management and website solution on the internet. And with over 80,000 plugins to choose from, how do you separate the junk from the gems? Join us for a weekly unrehearsed conversation about the latest and greatest in WordPress plugins. This is WordPress plugins from A to Z. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the Brewery Overlook in beautiful southern Vancouver Island. I'm John Overall, and with me is the ever-lovely... Brewer Overall. And we have the usual great show for you today. Warning to everyone, be careful when you uh, swallow a pill. Sometimes they get stuck. <laughs> and they make you gag and cough until you can finally get it swallowed. Other than that, you know, I really don't have a whole lot. It seems like I haven't had a heck of a lot. So Thank you for sharing, John. Now get down from that soapbox. <laughs> so welcome to episode 611, the WordPress plugin matrix. We've got a couple of great in-depth plugins to cover for you. Some recent news in both the WordPress world and the tech world in general. And some awesome WordPress tips. Well, summer, I think, is officially starting to phase out. It dropped down to like two degrees this last week. It was cold. And it, at least it feels cold compared to the nights of 17 and 12 degrees we've been having for the last couple of months. So it's time to start gathering up all the summer stuff. Grab those cushions off of the outside seats and take down the awnings and all the fun stuff. Otherwise, you're going to end up with snow and lots of rain on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some reminders before we start the show today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, remember that the show starts at 12.30 p.m. Pacific time with the pre-stream starting about 12.50 Pacific time. The pre-stream is where we twiddle with the dials and knobs and really just romp our voices. Or today, we're going over some good, some good news that will be talked about a bit later in the show. Our show notes for each episode can be found at wpplugins.com. The new show notes will be up within 24 hours and on our front page. And don't forget that this is a value for value show. You are a big part of this show's creation. You are not just our listeners, you're also our producers. We need you to help us to produce, so get on out there, hit some like buttons, share an episode or two, and let people know that you helped to produce the longest running WordPress plugins podcast. That's it for reminders. Don't forget to stick around at the end of the show. Let's start with our featured artist. There we go. Which is Angel Lemu. I actually no, double checked this it, time. It says Jay Slava. <laughs> what? You need to look at the image on the website. It's uh, oh, it I might, did. It, oh, it might be Angel Lemu who did the art. That's right. <clears throat> Jay, uh, Jay, Jay Slava put all the art in for us. This is the real archives. Yeah, it, it's definitely Angel Lemu who created it. I double checked in everything. Yes, you're right. <laughs> You're right. So I, I, I forgot. Definitely a matrix image. Yes, it's a matrix image. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool. I liked it. It just sort of stuck out when I was scrolling through the uh, archives. And I'm, yeah, that one works. So I had a thought about what actual plugins look like as a matrix. 
I theorize it looked like little tiny octopi waving their arms around. Oh, well, they might. You never know. Well, they're reaching out to everything, right? Mm. They got to reach for the content. They got to reach into your into your site. Got to reach to their base. You know, little tiny octopi with their arms waving around. Yeah, that could definitely <laughs> be it. That could very well be it. Oh well, I think uh, you know. Thanks a lot for the art. We, you know, we do need more artwork for anyone out there who uh, produces art. Hey. It's really easy to do. Just go to the website, sign up for it, upload your artwork, and uh, you know, let us uh, share it to the rest of the world. You know, creative people got to create, so you need a place to display it so you can get your kudos. Definitely, we, we can be one of those places. And with that, I suppose we should do the news. Please, can everybody be quiet? Please be quiet. Shut up! And now the news with Amber. So should we let you get your news bit up first? Yeah, it's still part of your uh, your vulnerability report from uh, yeah. Patch Stack. You know, uh, this morning when I was doing some experimentation, playing with uh, WP Toolkit for the new features that are going to be that are available now at WPProHosting.com, is um, I installed a brand new WordPress site, and the nice thing about it is it also does some scans to tell you if it's found any problems, and you can monitor your site with uh, with it and everything else. Well, it kicked it up. All I did was install WordPress, no plugins yet, and it kicked up an error. And I'm like, what do you mean there's a security error? It's nothing but a WordPress installed. It turns out WordPress 6.3 is um, uh, subject to a server-side request forgery vulnerability. It's 6.2. Well, it's showing 6.2. It's supposed to be 6.2.3 or something like that. Now I've, now I've got the wrong. I, that's the one they popped up for me. Okay. So it's the latest version of WordPress has this error. It's WordPress less than 6. So it's 6.1.3. So we're waiting for 6.2 to fix it, I, I imagine. Okay. Is what we're waiting for. They, WordPress itself hasn't patched it yet. So, but there are some fixes you can do to fix to uh, prevent it from loading up on you, and one of them is to stop access to the um, uh, S, not SMTP. Blah, 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 blah. What is that bloody thing called again? There's a couple of real quick, easy fixes that can be done in it, and let me bring up the information here for folks, and then I can uh, then I can just talk about it the way it should be talked about, which is um, with all the information, because I've got a wonderful brain, but for some reason it just erases useless uh, information as fast as it enters my head. <laughs> More so your brain is going so fast that you kind of forget to grab onto the yeah. information you need as you go. Yeah, pretty much, something like that. Okay, so what you can do with it is the security measures you can take to deal with it is... Um, Oh, come on. Why aren't you going to the right spot? Let's get in here and... I'm like 30 seconds behind in anything you're showing on the screen. Cause... That's okay. You, you can't see this on the screen. I'm not, I'm not oh, on the okay. screen. I'm, I'm, I've got this off screen because this is areas that people don't need to see. Uh, you okay. can block access to your X XML RPC. And you can turn off pingbacks, and it helps prevent exploitation of this uh, of this issue. Uh -huh. And it is a it is it for six point two and below. The current version of WordPress I'm running is six three one, and so it's six three one that has this vulnerability, which is the latest version, and that's what I'm running. Okay. And so it it is a 
issue that hasn't been patched. So keep an eye on it, and you can mitigate the uh, vulnerability by applying the fixes I just talked about, which is uh, block access to your XML RPC and turn off pingbacks on your site. You know, which uh, made it very useful by using uh, WP Toolkit because it automatically blocks that stuff for you. And, oh, that's useful. You know. Not automatically, but allows you to ma to manually block it without having to go through the other manual features inside WordPress to do it. Just a couple of quick clicks and you're done. <clears throat> Rather than having to go all to the various areas. Yep. You know, and uh, I guess you were going to talk about the database of vulnerabilities, which is a big, long list yep. of stuff. And it's really hard to know what's there. you got to kind of just go read through it or maybe do load up the page, do a, do a search on the page for anything that you might have and see if it pops up. Yeah, you can do that. Um, if you go to the top of the page, there is the vulnerability types you can choose from and found in things. It's automatically all things WordPress, but you can choose WordPress plugins, themes, or WordPress core. You can also choose a severity level, 0 to 10, and it will search those things out for you. The way that it lists out everything is it does it in um, chronological order. So the most recently found issues will pop up at the top. And then as you scroll down, the issues just get older and older for how long ago they were found. Yeah. I, I find it's easier if you like choose the various things like the plugins, themes, or core. Mm -hmm. That does help. But rather than having it goosh down into more readable lists like we're used to with the uh, iThemes, mm -hmm. It's a little much on the eyes at first. You, you got you to gotta get used to it. Yeah. So at any rate, it's another way to make sure you're staying ahead of the game here. Yep. All right. Onward forward. Next up, we have 10UP merges with Fueled, backed by Insignia Capital. Oh, goody. So 10UP is a leading development ag agency and a contributor to the WordPress project. Fueled is a tech consultancy specializing in mobile and web applications. So they seem to be a bit of a match made in heaven when they're coming together like this, but they're also going to wind up being a bit of a powerhouse, I think. Hmm. Both Fueled and 10UP has some pretty amazing mobile apps going, and together they're planning on expanding on everything by merging their technology together. Mm -hmm. So for those who are familiar with either you might want to get ready for some changes down the road since they're adapting to one another's styles to properly merge things together mm -hmm. yeah and every time might I cause see, some issues but um yeah well every time i see backed by insignia capital or some other capital fund or whatever i see oh they're merging together they got 400 full-time members and in a couple of years they'll have 200 members they'll turf half their half their uh uh, inventory of products they produce, and they'll charge twice as much for them. Mm, that's okay. the pattern. That's the pattern I've seen. Mm, because well, they, what happens is you know they have to borrow money to get all this done, and that money costs money. Because if yeah. you borrow money, it costs money, and so now you got to make more money to pay for the borrowed money, and then the bean counters are involved, and no longer the people with uh, passion. And once the bean counters get involved, it's all about the bottom line. It's no longer about the passion for the project and getting the project right. So this is true. I, I've seen it many times. You know, not every time, but so many times that it may as well be a cliche. Well, hopefully, it doesn't happen this time. Yeah. Well, I, I can, all I can do is hope, and uh, I don't know if I use any of their products to begin with, but 
So the, the next couple of news things, they're kind of two parts. Part one is developers raise concerns about WordPress.com plugin listings outranking WordPress.org on Google search. <laughs> so it all started with when WordPress core developer John Blackburn made a frustrated 2 a.m. comment with an image on Twitter about his WordPress user switching plugin ranking higher for WordPress.com listing than the page on WordPress.org. And from there, it became a truly heated discussion that is now um, that is on the now X platform. It's weird to call Twitter X. Yeah, I'm not used to calling it <laughs> X. It'll still be Twitter for a long time. So, so keep going. Uh, a lot of people got involved, uh, both sides of this. Some people agreeing with uh, John Blackburn, some people against Blackburn. The discussion went on for about 24 hours and devolved into vicious personal attacks. And Mullenweg got involved too. Yeah, I imagine so. I wonder if he had anything useful to say. No. Part two, developers claim damaged trust following public confrontations with WordPress leadership. So... Commun as community members argued with each other and Mullenweg about the SEO conflict.org has on .com and whether or not being able to scrape the plugins and post them everywhere were more than uh, were, were a good idea, it was really heatingly debated and Mullenweg came out and started to lash out, making personal attacks on people. Some people have asked compared it to being a child of an abusive parent, the way he was ripping people down to nothing. A lot of the people who are putting into WordPress core, uh, he ended up blocking someone named uh, Say, Say Reed, who is a WordPress marketing, who's on the WordPress marketing team. Mm -hmm. Say Reed was making comments that were, what that were actually uh, part of the original issue. Mm-hmm. And Mullenweg blocked him for it. Yeah, well, it sounds like Mullenweg. It's not the first time he's done shit like this. Although he claims it's the first time he's ever blocked someone. Well, it might be the first time he's blocked someone, but I mean, not, not the first time he's done the personal attacks and stuff. And he's also a very, no. he's also very vindictive. He's yes, extremely, he he's, is. He, he proved that, uh, God, it's been years now since he did that with, uh, what was that company he worked hard to trash? And he even bought their domain out from under them and then pointed it to his own uh, themes. Wow. It was a theme company he did that too, and I can't remember the name of it. I've I've got a write-up in the history, in the historical archives on JohnOverall.com. I've got a full write-up on it. Petty individual. Oh, he's very, very petty. And, of course, he has the money to be extremely petty too, yeah. which makes it even worse. Yeah, the, the whole thing went on for about 24 hours. Mm. Seems like a lot of trust is broken. A lot of relationships and communication so, was completely broken down. So basically, for some strange reason, they decided to copy the .org archive of plugins under .com. Yes. And when asked about it, Mullenweg says it has absolutely no effect on the SEO. It's not a real concern. Yeah. Until you do a search for it, and it is a concern. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So it's... It's a major issue. Uh, there still seems to be a lot of talk about it in the community, mm -hmm. although Mullenweg seems to have backed out now. Yeah, well, he realized he stuffed his foot in his mouth, and now he's going to go hide and sulk. Yeah, so yeah, that, it's an issue. Uh, you can find the, the conversations 
on the X place if you want. Nah, I won't bother with it. I, <laughs> I don't bother getting, ever since they threw me out of WordPress, I don't bother getting involved in the community issues there anymore. <laughs> I'm not allowed there. I'm not allowed to voice my opinion there. So Most people aren't. Yeah, anyone with a brain is not allowed to. So. Yeah, so that that was that was a huge thing that's been going on. Seems to be taking up a lot of the space for WordPress news right now. Yeah, well, I guess everyone's back from vacation and they uh, need to sow some wild oats after uh, having so much time off and <laughs> relaxing. They just need to get themselves amped up for their next jobs. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> the next thing we have is WordPress plugin developers renew demands for better plugin matrix. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> Well, about a year ago, WordPress turned off the active install growth data for plugins. Uh -huh. And there has been no word on the matter from those who made the call in private discussion. Yeah. Like, it, this wasn't talked about in the community or anything. It was just gone. Mm -hmm. And people have been making tickets and trying to get it to come back and at least make it so that the plugin developers and companies can have access to this information. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to be available to everyone, but they're hoping that they can get it at least for the businesses and the developers because yeah. they need this information to make some critical decisions down the road. Yeah. They, they no, are people actually using this shit? Exactly. Yeah. So it's a big hope that the tickets that have been uh, bring back the active install growth chart is a ticket. Yeah. No, nah, there's hope. It's not going to be acted on. It's going to remember the the whole system's changed. There's a whole bunch of petty dictators in all the different areas of WordPress. Yeah, unfortunately. You know, I ran into two of them, and those guys are probably still there. Well, it is a thing, and a lot of the community is starting to put more pressure on it, so hopefully we'll actually start moving along. Yeah, it may. I wouldn't bet on it, though. Yeah, anybody listening, maybe add your own voice. Maybe it'll help. Good. So the last thing I have here, coding saves lives and Fred Hutch Cancer Center wants next generation to take note. So I found this interesting because I was recently speaking with one of my younger siblings on this very topic. The idea of what a coder is to the younger generation seems to be mainly like movie style hackers. Those people you see on TV who do a whole bunch of keyboard smacking, move their heads a lot before getting super excited and screaming, I'm in. That, that seems to be what a, a coder is to a lot of the younger generation. It's not actually what it is, as a lot of people are aware, at least in the old generations. But it's also not strictly about security or breaking and entering either. Coding has so many different paths you can take with it. Mm. You can go down the path of being a video game creator, path of medicine, path of websites, so many options. This article is specifically talking about coding regarding cancer, how you can enter into the medical world as a cancer researcher or a cancer programmer in a way through coding. It's very interesting learning all things you can do with coding in relation to cancer, but really what this article brought to my mind was the fact that a lot of the younger generation, they really have no clue about the options laying out in front of them they choose to go with coding. So I just thought that was an interesting thing to bring. Yeah, it is kind of interesting. And then, of course, we have all of our extras, which you can go to our show notes and check out in your own time. Absolutely. So off we go. All right, 
First plugin I've got for you here is one of two plugins that go together. This is the first plugin. We'll bring the next one next week for you all. It is called, if so, Dynamic Content Personalization. And what it's for is on your site, you can personalize any content for people to see depending on why they're on your site. You put conditional triggers on that content. It uh, works on different page builders, Gutenberg, Elementor, and more. Um, it's got dynamic keyword insertion shortcuts, etc. But what it does in particular is, say you've got customers that come back on a regular basis and you want them to see something, say, after the third time they've been back to your site. You can set it up so that the third time they pop back up on your site, it pops up the information for them. Now, how do they know? Well, of course, cookies are set by your website to every machine they come from, as long as they're coming from the same machine. Um, that would be the big key on it. But it allows you to personalize a lot of different things. You can have geolocation tags. You can have Google ad tags, other UTM parameters, query strings. You know, you can drill down the geolocation to city, state, county, continent, time zones, user behavior, whether they're on specific browser types, you know, whether they're returning visitors, that's if you get the pro version, device types, days since the user uh, registered, et cetera, et cetera. And a lot of these things are in their pro version, but the free version gives you enough stuff to where you can start experimenting and dealing with and tweaking your content. And this is particularly useful if you're running a store. Maybe you want to have a special for someone who comes by quite often and say, hey, I see you've been here X number of times. Hey, how about getting this? We'll give you discount this on today. You know, get people to open up their wallets a little more. You know, or maybe you have other content you want people to do with it. So on the whole, it's a really great plugin. And on the free version here, I went ahead and gave it a five dragon rating today. Go check it out. It's the If So Dynamic Content Personalization Plugin. And I have a part two for this plugin that ties in with it that makes this plugin expand even further. But you got to come back next week to listen to it. Neat. That seemed like a useful one. Yeah, it's 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 uh, very useful for marketing your content to your regular to your visitors that show up more than once. Or you could even market it to those that show up once if you're targeting a specific city, town, or something else. Very useful. So we've got some WordPress tips. Uh, do we have a sound for that? Is that a sound I can't hear? The sound you can't hear. It's a sound I can't hear. Okay. It's the Wii. Did you play it? Several times now. Uh, <laughs> definitely can't hear it. All right. So we would love to hear some tidbit tips from some of our producers out there. What have you figured out by breaking something? Or what did you need to learn in order to help someone else who broke something? You can, you can send these tidbits into me at amber at wppro.ca. We'll throw them up here and they can replace my tips or just add to them. That works too. So making sites. Ever feel like you're going to fall asleep as you complete a job that has something absolutely repetitive and tedious? Don't feel bad. We all have a job here or there that ends up being so repetitive and tedious that we feel like we're going to fall asleep. Perhaps you've even fallen asleep a couple times and just not realized it is. Our hands keep going about their business with muscle memory. When you feel like that, don't feel bad about taking a brain break. Eat some sugar, go for a walk, engage in some sort of social interaction. If you got teens, just 
say a random word like banana or balloon and then see what they have to say because teens are great for randomness. We all get this from time to time. And I think the main thing is to not let yourself, yourself feel bad for finding the task tedious and boring. Because you may actually really love the, the work that you're doing, but if you have to repeat something over and over, it does get boring. Mm -hmm. It's the human brain. And beginner's tip, don't take your work home with you. And if you work from home, same thing applies. When you work from home, you need to figure out an area to work from. Or if you don't have that luxury, get yourself a work laptop or a computer that you only do work on. Make it so you don't use that machinery for anything but work so you can separate your work life from home life. It's entirely possible to leave your work at work and only be at home with kids or partner or friends or family, whatever, even when you work from home. All you need to do to, in order to do this is, or you have to do this in order to keep from burning out. By having a different, often cheaper laptop for things like movies or games, you'll find that you are not thinking about what emails have I missed or I wonder what's wrong with that bit of code during your off hours. Just because you can work at all hours and working from home doesn't mean you need to work at all hours. Keep yourself from burning out and you'll find that the work you do get done is a lot more thorough and a lot better in the long run. You also feel more involved in your kids, partners, and friends' lives by separating the two. Yep. And time for my plugin. Okay. <laughs> we need this. Yeah, I can't hear that one either. Don't know why. <laughs> so, Toys for Playground is the plugin I'm bringing today. I saw this when I was scrolling through the new plugins page, and I just, I had to take a look. I mean, Toys for Playground? It's awesome. This plugin is designed, is designed for developers to create a fantastic playground, or for people who are teaching to set up a training ground for greenies, and it doesn't require any playground API knowledge to use. Here's what you end up getting with this. You get a cloner, where you get to clone site theme and plugins to the playground. Generator, where you get to create a playground from scratch with the theme plugins you want. Plugin Explorer. You can explore any plugin directly from WordPress repository in the playground. Theme Explorer. Explore anything directly from WordPress repository in the playground. Sharer. Generate playground link of your current page for debugging or sharing. So once you have installed and activated this plugin, you'll find playground in your left-hand menu. Clicking on this will bring you to the plugins dashboard, which is where you'll see the options for different toys available to you. I clicked on the first one at, uh, in the list, which is Play with Cloner. I was actually quite impressed. It brings you to a page where you can uncheck the various plugins you want, you want or don't want the clone to have, which theme you want, which WordPress version you want, even which PHP version you want it to have. And you're also able to choose whether this is a temporary clone where all the changes will be lost on refresh, or a persistent clone, where changes will stay after refresh, but will all be lost upon tab closure. And when you click Create Clone, you get a whole new clone site in a new tab, and you can get to work. Going through the various options, each one was just as detailed and easy to use. Anything that is even slightly confusing, there's a little explanation for it that makes it completely clear. I really like this plugin. It's a fantastic idea to make it very easy to try things out without having to worry about destroying the live site or just to try something out so you can test and play and figure things out before you make it permanent. 
It also, I can see how this would make a fantastic testing or training area for when you are teaching. It is a completely free plugin at the moment, appears to play well with others and doesn't slow down your site once it's activated like other plugins that are similar I have tried in the past. I definitely recommend you check this out if you think it might be useful for you. I rate it at five dragons. Well, the question I've got is where does it make the clone on your, on your domain or on somewhere else? I didn't think to look at that. Oh. That was that. That's kind of an important thing to me. Is if it's somewhere else, you're only getting whether or not the site works. You're not getting the server environment. Hmm. Because every server environment is different. Even yeah. um, even amongst my s servers, I have for my business all my servers. Sometimes there might be a minor difference in the server environments. Maybe one hasn't fully updated to the latest versions of something yet, or one can't update because they're stuck in an old OS. Those things there can have an impact. Hmm. So that's why I was at, that's why I, they don't say anything in the plugin where the playground is at. And cloning to me, you know, you're cloning your site onto another system because you said it opens in a new tab but what url is opening in that new tab something uh, like, it's your it's your url that opens it's your url so it's cloning so it's so it's cloning and creating a database for you too okay it's got to be creating a separate database because it can't do it on the same database you're in or it's ac accessing and adding new tables to your current database Okay, well, I'll do some research and I'll bring I'll so, bring an update next week for the show. It's it's a it sounds like a fantastic plugin. It's just there's so many little things that make me go, huh? What what is the underlying um, system it's built on? Because it's okay. all it's all well and good for the top layer, but what about the bottom layer, the server layer? Hmm. Well, then I will I will uh, do some research and yeah. I'll bring an update next week before I'll I'll talk about before I do my plugin review next week. Okay. All right. Well, then we should go deal with all the people that are throwing cash at us. It's time to donate to WP Plugins A to Z. We're just so buried in it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Can barely breathe. I'm getting ready to buy my <laughs> third mansion in California. <laughs> so we have three levels of producers that help to keep the show's larder stocked to bursting. We have our freelance producers, backroom producers, and our war room producers. There are special perks for backroom and war room producers that you can learn about on our site at WPPluginsAtoZ.com. You can also go, uh, you, you can click on time, treasure, or talent donations in our main menu and learn all the details. You can also go to our show notes and you get a basic overview of everything. And you can join in and be part of your own production, support the show at the same time. There's lots of ways to do it by sending in donations, sending in art, sending in all kinds of things. Even just go to our, our Facebook or YouTube channel, hit the like and subscribe button. That will help out too. Lots of ways you can help us out. And there's lots of ways you can help yourself out in the process, like getting yourself an interview. You can go to our show notes and check those various ways out. Uh, we do not have any questions or notes from our producers out there today. Hopefully we'll get something next week. Yeah, you never know. Have some miscellaneous announcements. 
Um, if anybody out there has an announcement, like a meetup, or that they'll be on stage at a WordCamp, you can send it in to us here. You can, actually, you can send it in to me at amber at wppro.ca, and I'll add it in to our miscellaneous announcements from us and producers. And we'll let the whole world know that you're going to be up on stage at a WordCamp or what, whatever is going on. There is no, uh, there is no Victoria meetup for WordPress currently. But if you are interested, you can go check them out. The link is here in our show notes. We also have the link for uh, WordPress meetups around the world. Just go to the to the top link there, and you can figure out where on the map you want to check out the WordCamp or the the WordPress meetups. There are five notable WordCamps planned for this month around the world. One in Pontevedra, Spain, on September sixteenth, seventeenth. Oh, I guess that one's over. There's one going on today in Whitley Bay, one in Vancouver, BC on September 23rd, one in Rochester, New York on September 30th, and one in Gidnia, Poland on September 30th. There are a lot more going on around the world. If you want to go check it out, see what's happening for the WordCamps, you can go to our show notes and click on the link there. Keep checking back every week and we'll have different things up here. If not every week, at least once a month. Depends on how often the, the things happen. Yep. If you're interested in reaching us, we do have a physical address. It's written right here in our show notes. And you can also reach us virtually. Our information is also here for how to reach us virtually. The, today's plugins we covered were... I covered up the If So Dynamic Content Personalization by If So Plugin. It's got conditional triggers, works with page builders, conditional Gutenberg blocks, dynamic keyword insertion, and more. Go check it out. I gave it a five dragon rating. And I covered Toys for Playground by Mark Armengu. Has easy cloning, great for teaching or testing, easy to use, understand, and execute. I rated it at five dragons. Off we go. It's question and answer time with John and Amber. So if anyone out there has any questions they'd like to have asked here on the show, you can send them in to me at amber at wppro.ca. We'll see if we can stump my dad. And yet, maybe we will in the future, especially if I get some help from our listeners and producers out there. So the first question I have is, what kind of problems have you noticed cropping up since the major switch to PHP 8 has been going on for everyone? Well, I don't understand exactly what you mean since the switch, you know, problems. Well, it seems like a lot of people have been putting it off for as long as they can, like companies and businesses and stuff. And then they're over this summer, over this last like two to six months, there's been a lot of switching over. Yes. Well, that's because the deadline is here for everybody. It's not just uh, those that are with uh, WP Pro A to Z host, johnoverall.com hosting. It's like every major hosting provider out there is dropping all versions of PHP below eight because they are security risks for not only those that are using those PHP versions, but the servers themselves. Um, the biggest problems, I suppose, is that there's a lot of legacy code out there, a ton of legacy code. I'm working on a site right now for a client, and one of the problems of making it to PHP 8 is some legacy code I wrote back in 2015, and I can't remember how I did it. Uh-oh. 
this is the problem. It's like you, you move on, you forget, you look at it and go, God, I wrote this. Why did I do that? Why? <laughs> so I have to figure out how to fix it, which is the problem that all of these people are having. You know, mm -hmm. we had one client uh, we were doing a changeover for. He had a plug-in from, a, from a, a developer. Developer, you know, it took him almost two months to update the plug-in, you know, from, to make it PHP 8 compatible. No. Well, that makes sense because you have to relearn what you previously did in order to update it. Well, you don't have to, you have to know, you, you might still know what you previously did, but you have to relearn the new way. Of, I, I learned some last week, I learned how to write some code because I was doing an, a PHP update to another client last week and uh, not last week, week before, and we couldn't get the theme update for it. So I found the, the line in the code and I knew what the I found out what the error was, but what I had to do is I had to rewrite that entire line of code to match the new specs for PHP eight. Yeah. Because PHP eight dropped support for that specific uh function. It was it was the create function line and you have to rewrite it in a completely different way, which is like you made it longer. You gotta put more characters <laughs> in there. It's like it's no longer as logical. But well I was I was specifically referring to the plugin developer. The person who created a plugin, they would have to figure out how it is they did it all over again. Like when we yeah. go to an old site we haven't worked on in a while, we have to relearn what we did in order to fix the site. Yeah. So yeah. Same kind of thing. You got to relearn what you did in yeah. order to figure out how to fix it. Yeah. And that's the biggest problem is, you know, once you solve something, you move on to the next problem and you mm -hmm. just leave it. And the problem is, is the underlying code is a, a bigger problem, you know. And as the underlying code changes and they drop support for certain types of functions, now you got to learn the new way and rewrite your code. And the problem is sometimes I did make the mistake as I rewrote some of the code and I broke code further down. So I had to figure out the pieces as they go. The problem with code is it's a tumbling waterfall. If you got a waterfall that's coming down on a perfect sheet and you stick one rock in there, it's no longer a perfect sheet. Yeah. Same with code. Okay, so my next question is, how would you explain what this PHP is to someone who does not know the first thing about it? And how would you explain the issues that could crop up from not doing the switchover to PHP 8? The way I've explained it to my clients, who I assume know nothing about it because they barely know how to get into WordPress and update their stuff, is I tell them PHP 8 is the underlying software, the operating system that WordPress code runs on. And it's kind of like your Windows operating systems, like the difference between Windows 6 and Windows 10. You know, that they understand to a certain extent. They, okay. under, they understand that, you know, when they, what they could run on Windows 6, they can't run on Windows 10 because the operating system's changed. They say, is the operating system's changed. Now, by not changing over, what happens is they become vulnerable to being hacked and compromised in their website in multiple ways. The other thing that's going to happen is there, I tell them like everyone else's, well, some companies aren't even bothered to tell their clients, they're just going to change them. Mm -hmm. And that is that, you know, eventually I'm just going to drop it and I'm going to force your website to PHP 8 and then you will have no choice but to fix it. And the fix will be even harder to do because you can't revert back to PHP 7 to find the errors. Yeah. And fix the errors. The joy right now is that seven and eight are still available 
if you move to eight and it breaks, you can find out where the errors are. You can revert back to seven, fix the errors, and get it and and function and move back to eight. And it's like, oh, we found a new error. It's like one of the biggest problems I've run into here is like we'll have one error, it'll show up, we'll fix that error, we'll move back to eight, and a whole new error has occurred <laughs> because it found the first error, so it just quit functioning. It never even got to it never even got to the point where it was executing the code for the second error. Yeah. And this is the problem. And if you can't go back and forth between the two, it makes it harder to find all the errors. So, so that's how I explain it to them. That's the easiest and simplest way to explain it. If you don't, if you don't do this, it's going to break your site and it's going to cost you twice as much money to fix it. That they understand. Cool. All right, well, I've got two more questions for after the credits. All right, well, and for those of you listening on the downloads, make sure you go check out the YouTube videos. It seems more and more people are watching our YouTube streams, and uh, after the fact, we probably picked the wrong time of day for people to watch live. But uh, we've actually had new subscribers to the channel in the last couple of weeks, which I thought was kind of interesting. Exciting. At any rate, I'm going to let our girl take us on out of here. We'll be right back. And for those listening on the download or on the uh, YouTubes. Reminders for the show. All show notes can be found at WPPluginsAtoZ.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the newsletter for more useful information delivered directly to your inbox. WP Plugins A to Z is a show that offers honest and unbiased reviews of plugins created by developers because you support the show. Help keep the show honest and unbiased by going to wppluginsatoz.com slash donate and set the donation level that fits your budget. Help us make the show better for you by subscribing and reviewing the show at Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and in the iTunes Store. You can also leave us a review on our Facebook page using wppluginsatoz.com slash Facebook. You can also watch the show live on YouTube, check out the screencasts, and training videos, and remember to subscribe and hit the bell to get notifications of all new videos. Follow the show on Twitter at WPPluginsAtoZ. John can also be reached at his website, johnoverall.com, or email him directly, john at wppro.ca. Thanks for joining us, and have a great day. Thanks for listening to the show. This show is copyrighted by johnoverall.com. So until next time, have yourselves a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be out there on the globe today.